0: Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. We're not hosting an intergalactic kegger down here. College football. But-
1: A Cowboys-Bills high-low coming up at 7.20 during the Expressway to get you ready for Sunday. Also, another Green Day ticket giveaway. We will debut the Neighborhood Watch to cover you with all the stories you need to know up and down, left and right through DFW. Pat Doney, NBC5 at 8 o'clock for the High School State Championships coming up this week and weekend. But, choppy... Uh, you and Bobby both taking note of a little window or change with the transfer rules.
3: Uh, yeah, this is very, very strange. Not very strange, I should say. It's, it's, it's a, it's, a, it's dumb. It's. I don't like what they did yesterday. A judge ruled a two-week injunction uh, that it is now open season. You cannot be blocked from transferring a second time as an undergrad. Current rules are you get to transfer one time. So you start at Texas, and you realize you don't want to be there anymore. You get to transfer, play immediately somewhere else at another Power Five or uh, uh, FBS school. Uh, if you want to transfer a second time, you got to sit out a year until you graduate, and then you're a graduate, and then you can go anywhere immediately and play, like Dylan Gabriel, mm-hmm. all right, at Oklahoma, who has transferred uh, to Oregon, and then he so he can play wherever he wants, he can play immediately. Oregon loves their 40-year-old quarterbacks. They do. (laughs) So the judge now ruled in West Virginia, a temperament junction that that is gone. So for 14 days, you could transfer and play. So you could transfer theoretically uh, right now as a second-time transfer and play in a bowl game this year. Yeah, you could
2: where this is going to have a bigger impact immediately is college basketball. Yes. So anybody who's been held out and has been trying to play, over the next two weeks, they can play until this is reviewed again. If they review it again and it gets sent down and stopped, like you could, in theory, have these guys play over these next two weeks and then they have to sit out again until next year. Like it's going to be this weird window where they've got this opportunity to have it. Like to me, it's kind of Pandora's box is open a little bit.
3: Mm-hmm. Like if we're going to let
2: these guys play, you probably just yeah. need to let
3: it happen now. Right. Absolutely. It's and, and now it's like, you know, it's, it's open season. Wild West. Wild, wild, if you wild thought wish. it was the Wild West before. uh, You ain't seen nothing yet because now you got everybody who's already transferred once. And like, oh, crap, I made a mistake. (laughs) Now I
2: want to transfer again. It's just – it's tough to weigh it because to me I look at it and say, all right, I want some of these student athletes to have access to the best opportunities and to do what's right for them and everything else. But also, there's got to be – I don't want to sound like old Krusty or Dabo here or anything else, but there's got to be some sort of regulation to this. This has gotten – a little out of control, just with the NIL stuff and the transfer portal. And if you remove any restrictions, there's nothing stopping this from being a guy has a new team every like four years or a new school yeah. every four years. Like it's going to be insane
3: if this is allowed to happen. I think the good thing this will do is that is this will um, it will create contracts. So they may be longer than because everybody these players are on one year deals or on one year scholarships. I think is what they'll do is this will create schools to force these players, not force them, it'll force the schools to give these players contracts. Hey, you're guaranteed for four years here. You know, for one, you're guaranteed this money for four years, not on a one year deal. College I mean,
2: college football is essentially becoming professional football. Matt Rule yes. Matt Rule talked about the other day. Matt Rule, when he was talking about the quarterback position, sounded like a team like an NFL team the way they talk about quarterback. Yes. Where he's like Man, you know, it costs $2 million if you want to go get a quarterback in the portal. We prefer to grow our own. When have you ever said we prefer to grow our own in college football? Like, it's always just been you get guys from high school, you develop them, and that's what it is. Now it is a free agency every offseason.
1: So you talk about Dylan Gabriel and Malik Murphy was the big quarterback news
2: yesterday. Bobby. Malik Murphy is transferring, which I'll be honest, he deserves a ton of credit for sticking around as long as he did because I thought for sure Malik Murphy was going to transfer – as soon as Arch committed. Um, But he's, you know, he's somebody who leaves Texas with no ill will. He said in an interview yesterday, he said, look, I I hope I'm remembered as a Longhorn for life. I I love it here. It's just time for me to go, you know, explore another opportunity. Sark had some really nice things to say about him yesterday and was like, you know, we love Malik. And there's no negative feelings here. Texas Longhorns fans are wishing him all the best. He just ran into a situation where there was going to be no opportunity
3: to play. So... If, if something happens to Quinn Ewers in the Final Four, Arch is now the backup. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, the, yeah. oh so he's gone. He's, he's gone, gone now. now. He's, he's gone, gone, gone now. today. He's uh, He said he wanted to stick around through the bowl, but it wasn't going to work out. So he is gone. Oh, So what does this mean for Arch down the road, you think? I mean,
4: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: So, and I know Chop had said this yesterday, this could be that Malik Murphy knows that Quinn Ewers is coming back, potentially, which he's still in the process of making a decision, or it's Texas has told Malik Murphy, look, if Quinn's gone next year, it's Arch. Arch is starting, and you're not going to get a shot at that. And so it's it's probably one of those two. I still think Quinn probably goes. I'm gonna ask the two Longhorn fans. Uh Pei will
1: start with you. Do you want Quinn yours to return next
4: year? Yes. Because I don't I don't think he's at his peak yet for the NFL. I think I mean, I, mean, I think the Longhorns are better with them at quarterback for next year.
2: Okay, Pe- Bobby. Um Quinn's probably ready, better to play right now, but I want to see Arch play. I'm ready to see Arch play.
3: That's what
1: I was hoping to hear. Peyton's looking out for the program, but what about the hype? What about the second coming?
2: Look, if we were playing Bama next year, I I would want Bama killer Quinn Ewers out there. But uh, no, give me me Arch Manning. I'm ready for him to just wreck shop.
1: What's going on with SMU?
2: So SMU got a big portal commitment yesterday. They got uh, Ashton Cozart, who just last oh, year was a uh, nope nope not that guy uh just last year was a like top 250 player in the country who's one of the higher recruited receivers from where gentlemen what high school I wear it every day Marcus. Oh, Marcus. Marcus Marcus High School uh Marcus High School stud receiver uh committed to Oregon you know didn't play this year for them and transferred after one year he is heading to SMU heading home uh this is a big get for Rhett Lashley and them and you know we We've been really impressed, I think, the couple times we've talked to Rhett Lashley and they're building a really strong program there and, you know, getting a commitment like Cozart at, at a program where they've had a really good run of developing receivers. Rasheed Rice is in the NFL now with the Chiefs. James Prochet is with the Browns. We've obviously seen Cortland Sutton, you know, in the past. Guys like Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley have come out of there. So SMU, if there's one position where they've, they've had some really strong development in recent years, it's receiver. And so to land a guy like Cozart, it's a big deal. Very nice. Choppy, you have been tracking and following Dion.
3: Uh, yeah, this there's a lot of things going on with Dion. Uh, one of them is not a very good look at all. His former quarterback, or one of his former quarterbacks, uh, that was unceremoniously uh booted off the team, uh said that Dion only cared if he made his son better. This is Maddox Cop. Uh, he said that he only cared about the development of his son Shador once he arrived, uh, and he said that to the other quarterbacks in the room, "Your only job is to make his life easier, to make him better. That's it. That's his only job as as a backup quarterback. So not to get ready for a play, wow. play a game, nothing like that." Do we believe and buy that Dion said that?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting to hear some teammate leakage on Dion pacifying and just focusing on his kids versus like the rest of the roster. I've been waiting for some of those jealousy leaks. I could see that. I mean, look, he came in and he. Because he trashed the offensive line throughout the entire year. He did. He's like, what do you want? Look at my son. Look at what my son's dealing with. Yeah, and we're then, gonna have turnover here. And, and
3: look who he has targeted the most in the transfer portal and in recruiting.
1: He got a big time offensive lineman, didn't he? He did. Yeah. They've been
3: going after nothing but offensive line. For yeah, the most, like that's that's what they really, really want. He knows. He knows. What, look, you need to have a good offensive line. It's, it's it's a great thing to have.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you need to trash the current one. I mean, although he's, I he guess, telling it like it is. That's what he's been
3: doing though. Since he got there, he's been trashing, you know, who they had before and the the few guys they did keep. Uh, but you know Maddox uh, left the program, uh, but he was like, "Yeah, my only job was make sure better." I barely got, it. I barely any reps in practice, barely any. Uh, barely. So it's, yeah, it's not the greatest look for Dion. It's 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 a tough it's a tough spot for him to be in coaching your son at that level anyway. He uh, ha- he has gotten the big recruit though. You mentioned
2: Jordan Seaton, the offensive tackle. He's the number one recruit in the country. He went on ESPN and did the whole Shug night. You know, if anybody wants to be a real player, come to Colorado. And mm-hmm. they got another commitment. Uh, just two days ago from another top one hundred uh player in the in the rankings and so Dion's starting to collect some real talent he's essentially rebuilt the offensive line already he this offseason
3: they're uh it looks like they're losing this kid named King Joseph to Syracuse of all places. Ugh. Why this that, kid that are, ab- yeah. this kid apparently was so impressed. Syracuse they play in the dome they play in the carrier dome or whatever it's called now it used to be the carrier dome. It's what the basketball team plays, it's the football team plays. They brought a hibachi chef into the dome, put him (laughs) on the 50-yard line, and this kid was so impressed that he is telling people that he had hibachi in the dome. And everyone's like on social media trying to get him to go to Colorado. He goes, no, man, they can't do hibachi in the dome. (laughs) And I'm like, what is happening?
1: Dude, I saw, I think it was Pittman uh, Meat Church who rented one of these for his kid's party, Uh and I texted him, I'm like, how? How much is do that? This, yeah. How much? He gave me the website. I think I remember the number correctly. You want to guess? I mean, I know I don't have the rough estimate. It probably for 15 people. For
3: 15 people. 1520. Oh gosh. I mean the food the, the, the bill alone, if you go somewhere, fifteen people is six, seven hundred dollars. Six
1: hundred. Six hundred to have the hibachi chef show up. But pretty cool. Pretty cool.
3: That is pretty cool. I
1: love that food too. Oh, I do too. I, I think it's fantastic. I love that meal.
2: Kids love it. If you're a Syracuse fan, that's got to be like a rallying cry. They can't do <laughs> hibachi in the dome. That, that, that's, a, that's a wonderful selling point right there. Yeah. College
1: football kegger continuing here on Sean and Arjun. Oh, man. Uh how, how about this? And by the way, the Dion quote that stuck with me the most this whole offseason, a, a privacy. I really wish we had like a little bit more privacy. Privacy. During the course of the year. Have you I, ever? I, I've been a Dion supporter for mm. this, all this. Man. Shut did, up. Did, Stop. I, I do joke. You I can't did. have
3: Netflix car- following you everywhere uh, <laughs> and, uh, and want privacy. Get out of here. That's true, but I, I you do. loved it when it was
1: good.
2: He wasn't. See, that's the thing. I think that's been somebody's taste. Some people are taking it and, and like running with it. But to me, he put it in the context of like, yeah, you'd always like more privacy, but and then he went on and said like, look, we're trying to establish culture. We're trying to do things. This is it comes with the job, yada, yada, yada. But it is funny. I've never, so you ever think heard he him say. got spun? A little because i think he was saying it like sure you'd love that everybody would like to have a little more peace and quiet but this is the reality of the job but i've also never heard him say he wants peace and quiet ever or privacy he he
3: wants attention all the time uh i mean he does there's, there's no doubt otherwise you don't have amazon prime netflix and everything carrying following you around have you ever gone into a goodwill and found like really cool team gear well that happened in oregon uh, Oregon State coach or former coach Jonathan Smith. Goodwill too expensive for me. Uh, it's it is expensive. It is. It's not it's not like this cheap place. My at all. lord. Uh he is now the coach at Michigan State. Oregon State's his all mater. He was the MVP of the Fiesta Bowl uh when they destroyed Notre Dame. They had Chad, his wide receivers were guys named TJ zada and Chad Johnson. That was the those are the wide receivers on that team. Not bad. Uh he left Oregon State, pre- presumably because Oregon State's going co- to base in the Mountain West. And all of his gear ends up at a Goodwill. And they're like, (laughs) wait a second. Did he, an alum, surely an alum didn't give his gear there. Did the school, was the school so mad they threw all of his gear at the Goodwill? And why just the Goodwill? Why not spread it around? Why not bring it to a homeless shelter or whatever? Uh, So that's the big question. Did he throw away his gear or did the school throw away his gear for him?
2: This happened a couple years back uh, with Dave Campo. That some woman had gone Whoa, into uh. What happened to my underwear? <laughs> what happened to my underwear? Hey, you know I don't know where no underwear. Some, wo- some <laughs> woman went into her local Salvation Army, and she got a Cowboys polo, and it had Dave Campo's name stitched in it. And so she like took a picture of it and tweeted it and was like, hey, just curious, is this yours? I found this. I bought it. Is this actually Dave yours? Dave Campo's number. No, text. she tweeted it. Oh, tweeted it. Yeah, she, and was like, is this yours? And Dave Campo's like, yep, enjoy. And Dave so, was just in the white pages. No clue yeah. how he got there. One of the nicest people of all yeah, time, by the way. Dave Campo. All
1: right, there it is. Everything you need to know with a little surprise edition of the college football kegger. Pat Doney previews the high school Texas State Championships at 8 o'clock. But next is the Expressway. We have tickets for you to go see Green Day, and everyone makes fun of us for reliving the 90s championships. We're going to relive the 90s championships with a Cowboys Bills edition of High Low to get you ready for Sunday.
4: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.